Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. Uh, happy Martin Luther King Day. It is January 17th. Um, happy birthday to my son, Colton. Uh, birthday today. So it's a lot of things uh, going on. We are in the office today, folks. Uh, the markets are closed. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. Uh, but before we uh, hook up with Dave, let me just remind you that, uh, man, there has been a lot of volatility in the marketplace. And, and as that market, as that volatility continues, the more and more we are, um, you know, closer and closer we get to retirement, the more important it is that we make sure that we've got our core retirement design set up and ready to go so that we can have the retirement we always dreamed of. Hey, to start that process, just give us a call at 863-382-0037. With that, we got Dave coming up next. Terrell Williams there. Seven Highlands Light FM. It's 8.38 here. 22 now before 9. Time to check in and find out what the damn hell's going on with your money. Now, the straight answer is not much because the markets are closed today for MLK Day, but there's still some news floating around that will affect your money when they start actually moving the prices, and that's why Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services joins us this morning. Philip, good morning and a blessed MLK Day to you, sir. Hey, good morning. Uh, yep, glad to be here. We are uh, working uh, today. It's getting too close to uh, you know tax time and other things like that that uh, – We've got lots to get done before uh, the 1st of February. So so we're uh, plugging away today at the office. If you need anything, please don't hesitate. Give us a call. Okay, 382-0037, by the way, if anybody wishes to call. I'm glad the office is open. Yeah, I was making fun of things on it. And an advertiser's uh, uh, time a couple of minutes ago saying, yep, we're entering that time of the year. The 20th of January is when they tend to put out the W-2 forms. And if you're expecting a refund, you've got a tent pitched outside your company's business manager's office saying, well, are they done yet? Are they done yet? Your life starts getting real busy in about a week, doesn't it? Yeah, it will start to, it will start to uh, slowly come in, but we'll start to get them coming in here shortly for sure. Understood. So we're starting out. Let's let's bring the markets up to date anyway, because we're not going to do any active trading today. But on Friday, we had another one of those off days. Uh, Dow was off by 202 points. The uh, NASDAQ eked out about a four-point gain, which was a really pleasant surprise. And NASDAQ got the S&P rather well, a four-point gain. The NASDAQ uh, actually recovered 87 points, which might have been just a, a little bit of bottom fishing going on there because that index has really been whacked lately. It really has, Dave. You know, it, it has. And so it, it is good to see it starting to bounce back a little bit. But it's, yeah, it, it's down a good, what, 1,500, I think, or so from the high. The high was like 16.2, and it's at 14, almost 14.9. So um, maybe not quite 1,500 points. But, but that's a, it's got a long way to go to get uh, to back up to its highs. Absolutely. We should also say, because there's an element of optimism all the time in both of us, we got quite a ways to go before you can call this a bear market, but the trend is not looking good by any measure. A lot of it is just something that you and I have preached for eons, that uh, money does not like uncertainty, and money is looking at the possibility of interest rate hikes, bond purchase, pull-downs from the Fed, and uh, you know, we don't have any kind of intelligent and coherent focus on Capitol Hill because the Republicans and Democrats 
can't even agree on the restroom locations, let alone what to do with the economy. And that just gives traders a real unsettled feeling when they try to make their investment decisions. And that means a whole lot of them are saying, heck, I'm going to put my money somewhere where I know it's going to do nothing until I can figure this out. Well, that's true, Dave, and that does become a, a little bit of a problem now because there is a lot of uncertainty, right? The Fed comes out and says, well, we're going to increase interest rates probably 3% this next year, and I mean three three times this next year, and then all of a sudden you're seeing four times get floating around, and, and now I get uh, Bill Ackman, who's a big hedge fund uh, manager. He's on, on CNBC quite regularly. Um, he just says, hey, let's pull the Band-Aid off. Let's just do one big rate hike and get it over with. <laughs> Which you know is number one an outlier, and number two, neither party would necessarily go along with that. But at the same time, uh, you got to harken back to the early 80s, and that's basically what Reagan did with the inflation that he inherited from the Carter years. He said, that's enough of that garbage. And they just tightened up the money supply all at once, and we had one incredibly flippin' deep recession it only lasted for about six months. For the people that were affected by it, it was really El Stinko, but it did get over with quickly in the process. I'm certainly not advocating it, but we already know what that would do to the economy, don't we? Absolutely. And so here in the United States and really across the world, in most places, we're talking about raising interest rates, right? But, <laughs> but China, on the other hand, unexpectedly cut some of their key rates overnight. Uh, by about a tenth of a percent. So, so you know, here they are. They're really bucking the trend. Now, let's face it, they, they, did, uh, they, they did miss on a couple things, but their GDP number came in uh, uh, better than expected. They expected 3.3% year over year. It came in at four. Um, but their retail sales, kind of like here in the United States, was, was kind of a miss. Uh, their retail sales were up, though, 1.7%. They expect them to be up 3.8%. So they're going to pour some more money into their system to see if they can't get those numbers going the way they want them to. Well, they do have a certain luxury that we don't necessarily want, but they've got and that's that they can basically say, of course not, prices are not going to go up. And uh, everybody listens when the government over there says <laughs> that, don't they? Yeah, really. They, uh, uh, a command and control economy does have some advantages. They can basically say, we don't want that to happen. And it's amazing how it doesn't. Yep, yep. They just, uh, you know, they do what they want when they want and, and, uh, and move on through. But uh, we don't get that luxury, Dave. Uh, no, no, we don't. And it is a holiday, but I did do a little looking because I knew we'd be short on material today, given that it's a holiday. So I did want to look out at what's coming up tomorrow, right? So we still are in the front part of earnings season. And so tomorrow I'm expecting before the markets open up, quite a few of the regional banks, uh, some more of the big banks, Bank of New York, Charles Schwab reports tomorrow. Uh, Goldman Sachs will report tomorrow. So, so we still got some big names in the banking and finance industry going to report in the morning. Um, economics this week, uh, we've got uh, home builders coming out and then on Wednesday. And then, of course, Thursday, we got the jobs report. And, uh, and that kind of gets us through the, uh, the first uh, or this, uh, this second or third. I guess this is really the third week of January, isn't it? Um, through the economic calendar. 
You know, I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm wondering whether or not the regional banks coming out tomorrow are going to carry a little bit more weight this time around than they usually do. As a rule, we look at like the big five, and we had most of them report on Friday. And most of them ended up beating the street, but most of them ended up suffering some loss on their stock price because the market expected something even better than they gave. Maybe the regionals will flesh out a little bit better picture as to what that segment is like, and we'll have a better picture as to what earnings season is going to be like. Well, that would be uh, that would be good. I mean, and we'll know uh, tomorrow uh, when when we get done with the show in the morning. And I know you'll be out vacationing and golfing and having a good time. But uh, and you deserve it, so we're excited about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it will be one of those things, right? That hey, you know what? This will be this kind of the leg that gets us going. It'll be even more interesting tomorrow afternoon after the market closes. JB Hunt. The trucking company reports. I'm really interested in that one um, because that's going to give us some some key numbers in terms of how well stuff's moving across the country now. Absolutely. And the trucking firms and the trucking labor shortage has been taking a lot of the blame for the supply chain problem. Biden has been pounding out his podium saying, look, we got the ports open 24 hours a day. We're working our buns off. And all we keep hearing is that they can't find enough truck drivers to be able to get the stuff out of there. So a major national trucking firm might have a little bit more of a bellwether role than we'd normally expect it to. That's true. And and I've seen some things where they're trying to do some things to help that industry out. We'll see. Have to we'll have to wait and see how that all plays out there. Absolutely. So once again, on Friday, we had kind of a mixed bag day. The blue chips continued to fall by a bit, but the other two indexes actually got a little bit of a recovery. We don't know whether it was bottom fishing or whether it was a return to a little bit of optimism in the broader market. We are going to start actually throwing real money around today, but the futures traders are still pretty busy. Philip, what are we looking at for a trend at this hour? You know, right now, Dave, they're, they're, all, they're green for the most part. Uh, not by much, but you got the Dow up almost thirty dollars. You got the S and P five hundred up about five. Nasdaq one hundred is up about ten. So, not 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 huge numbers. Um, the commodities market, though, um, you know, it is uh, it's it's it is trading today, which you know they close on different time periods. So, um, the commodities are running today. We've got silver and gold both up. Silver's up almost a half a percent. Gold's up about two-tenths. Crude oil is heading down, but it is much higher than what it was on Friday when you and I spoke. It's down about almost two-tenths of a percent to $83.17. We were somewhere in the low $82 a barrel back on uh, Friday. That was my recollection, and I didn't like 82, so you know what my reaction is to 83 and change. Let's cross our fingers. That downward trend continues. Uh, like you said, the commodities markets are trading. Overseas, MLK Day is better known as Monday, so they were trading. Asian markets were kind of mixed at the close. The uh, Chinese mainland market was up by better than half a percent. Hong Kong looked at the Chinese uh, interest rate change and said, we're not too sure of that they were down by three-quarters of a percent. Europe is looking at the combination of a, uh, of a Chinese policy encouraging more money being spent and our futures going up and firming up by a bit. They're pretty much uniform universally up across the board halfway through the European trading day. You're open today, Philip, looking at all of this mess that we've got that we're looking at. Republicans, Democrats can't agree. China's going to bucking the trend, and we don't know where the market's going to go this week. How do I find you, sir, advice to stabilize my retirement fund? Dave, give us a call at 
1-800-227-0037. Be glad to sit down with you and walk you through our uh, retirement design system to help you really and truly, you know, build that core that you really need to be able to retire. And that core is risk and income. Uh, give us a call, 863-382-0037. Join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and 11.30 this week. And then on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 7.30 and 95.3 FM. All righty. And you'll be back here with Scott all week long here today. And I appreciate it. I'll see you next Monday. Fair enough? Fair enough, man. You have a great time off. And uh, and I hope you get a little golf in. Well, probably won't be golf because the panhandle is going to be colder than crud all week. But I'll tell you, just breathing clean air and uh, not thinking about work for about four days sounds really inviting. Have a good one. Have a good one, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Are you near retirement and facing a layoff? You may have some input. And there we go. By the way, if you get a friend request from Hey, folks, you know, I want to thank you for joining us today. It is Monday. I'll be here all week. Uh, Dave's going to enjoy a little downtime, but I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Until then, take care.